you know, Rob Love is the street promotion A and R. He will always be around, and he would bring me around the artists. And Shauna was disturbing the peace, and then me and Shauna started becoming taking a liking to each other. So one day we was at the House of Blues, and you know. Shauna was on the wall and she was on the wall and I had it like this. I was like, ah, <laughs> on the wall. And ludicrous, ludicrous on the side, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You know, he is laid back. Don't do it. But uh, she got the lips, luxurious lips with the eye, the eyelashes before the ladies were putting eyelashes on. Her eyelashes was popping like little butterflies, though. Yeah, so. Shauna, yeah. And then me and my man Drew. Drew used to road manage me. We was in Miami. So Shauna was there. I connected with her. She said, Yeah, I'm in Miami. I'm over here. I said, I'm gonna come see you. So me and Drew, we will ask Drew. I kid you not. Ask Drew. Walked over to the hotel and her friend was in the room. And Drew was there. And Shauna was in the bed like this. So the bed was there. And I walked up on the bed. And I was Touching her feet, massaging her, massaging her. You know, she all voluptuous. And her father is a, a musician, right? And from a group. You're right. If you look it up, yeah, she's from a musical family. So then the legs, the nice legs, I'm sorry, the legs, the legs, open the legs, then boom, boom. Ah, ooh, I start eating a f. Ah, eating a f. Yeah, eating a f. Ah, getting a f. Ah. And I'm like, yo, yo, Drew, the con got the condom. And he's like, ah, oh, oh, yeah. Ah, ah, the friend was like, y'all wildin'. Nah, 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 this is my girl. You know, I had a counsel with her. Like, ah, but before, mind you, then, I was in this bin, CL 600. You remind me of the lane. Got a glow like the shine on the blades. We just spinning for the spree wheel jaws. Looking like you just got some detail on. And do the damn thing in the mash of the stewards. The booty so bang and it's actually stupid. My under D, so the hair whip. Make them wanna hit it like the square solo barracks. Baby girl on some plus side model, yeah. Can you do a little, can do with the Sprite bottle? Let me know if I can fit in them jeans. Then you why speaking, how you getting them things. But don't mind me, it's just you remind me. I'm my Jeep with that fifth behind me. They can't see you, but you can see them just like tent. Baby girl, you the tent, shit yeah. down. Yo, you like a slumpy yeah. song to sing. Girl, you all in my mind all day in me. And you just can't do no wrong. I mean, I'm thinking about plot scheme, yeah, plot scheme, yes. You like a daylight song to sing. Yo, my mind and my lies and rhymes things. I'm trying to holler, won't you tell me what line to bring? Think about plot scheme, yes, plot scheme, huh? For my breakfast in the morning, I'll be in the mirror looking, I'll be thinking about you often, girl. You the only reason why I show up at my job, cause I know that you be here, and my heart's in overdrive. I wanna say hi, hey, hello, but can't say much, butterflies in my stomach got me feeling fucked up. I usually be knocking, but your fashion is immaculate, your ass is so fat, attitude is you ain't happy. I'm back in this, I got a plan, I put her in my hat. I miss fear, hear me dear, Miss Brittany with the spears through the heart. Look her, she's better when it's dark. If only I just need just when it's dark, I just need just when it's dark. I should have somebody rob a rocket, but play hero, play rock. 
and arrow. Get out, you bust and arrow. Cause I can turn into a ghetto superstar. She feel me, and I know I win. I know it's one for so Oh, yeah. This is your boy, your boy, your boy. King Known Uncensored. And we're going to call this episode The Pyramid Scheme because I seen this list that really pissed me off. We'll get to that a little bit later. We're going to start off right with this shit. Keith Murray, man. Oh, my God. This guy. You see, Keith Murray was a famous rapper. Okay. I get it. But pause. He's not very attractive. I, this nigga is the reason why girls don't give certain niggas pussy. He is the reason him and Irv Gotti are two niggas that you should not give pussy to. Especially if it's like a one night or whatever and they didn't consent for you to tell everybody about it. But this nigga Keith Murray has been on a rampage, I tell you. A rampage. First, you know, it started off as a, you know, Biggie Tupac interview, right? A Biggie Tupac thing. Because, you know, the art of dialogue is... um. A platform that mostly has Tupac-related content. And once it got to the point where he mentions Foxy Brown, he starts detailing how while <laughs> when corrupt was fucking with Foxy and DMX, Keith Murray got the top, the sloppy top. Then it didn't end there. No. I played an excerpt at the beginning of the show where he's talking about detailing his sexual contact with rapper Shauna. Shauna's bad. Shauna's beautiful. She is still fine. But it didn't start stop there. He kept going. He started detailing his sexual situations with Superhead. Now, I definitely do believe the Superhead story, 100%. Because Superhead was getting it in and getting it on. You know, and she was in the Fatty Girl video. So I'm not surprised that Superhead fucked him. Because she fucked with a lot of rappers. That's her claim to fame. But this nigga Keith Murray is wild. The nigga's descriptions and details. This nigga is the new Orlando Brown. I'm convinced. 
Alright, y'all. Let's get into some uh regular shit. Let me get into some light work. Question. Should the Milwaukee Bucks trade Chris Middleton? I mean, here's the thing. When Middleton's out there, he's normally productive. But this season, he's only played seven games. And the Bucks haven't had him for 31 games if you're counting tonight's game. My question is, I mean, my answer is, I'm not sure. Now, me, if I'm Milwaukee, I'm gauging the trade market to see what I can get for him. I mean, me personally, a Middleton for Ananobi trade wouldn't be that bad, you know? A trade to Memphis, possibly, a team that could definitely use his services. Or unloading its contract for multiple picks and players and multiple role players would be a dope option. I would gauge the market, but I wouldn't make any sudden decisions unless I was 100% sure that I was going to get the best end of that deal. But my answer is, maybe. (laughs) Clay Thompson dropped 54 points last night. Bruh. Another yet high-scoring game, I see. I see, said the blind man. Another one. I mean, don't get me wrong. Clay is more than capable of that. Clay may not be the defender that he once was, but one thing Clay will never not know how to do is shoot. And it seems like Clay Thompson has gotten his, his swagger back. Now, yes, in the beginning of the season, I was thinking about maybe a Clay for Middleton swap could help both teams since Clay was in that slump. But at the same time, I also did say that slumps don't last forever. And eventually, Clay was going to find his shot again. And he's been healthy, and he's been playing well in Stephen Curry's absence alongside Jordan Poole. Oh, man. The Minnesota Timberwolves are exhibiting turmoil as the team is frustrated with Rudy Gobert's weaknesses, which is offense. The kid is allergic to offense. The, what, what is he, a three-time defensive player of the year or a two-time defensive player of the year? Whatever, right? His inability to catch the ball, to catch alley-oops, Basically saying that his hands are on Kwame Brown level. His hands are on Jalen Rieger level, okay? His hands, he's got the butterfingers. And we see the difference of how Rudy Gobert has ruined, damn near single-handedly ruined the, uh, 
potential of this team. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that Carl Anthony Towns' injury is a part of the reason why he struggled. They're struggling right now. But I think it's deeper than that. I think they would have struggled with Carl Anthony Towns. Because Carl Anthony Towns doesn't show up every game. But another player who is also frustrated in Minnesota is D'Angelo Russell, a.k.a. Gunna Russell, a.k.a. D'Angelo the Bull. He has unfollowed the Minnesota Timberwolves on Instagram. This follows reports of turmoil in Minnesota's locker room with players blaming each other after bad losses. Damn. Now, me personally, if I was Minnesota's GM to save my ass, first of all, I'm firing Glenn Taylor, the coach. Easily. I'm firing Glenn Taylor because this season has not gone off to a good start. And this coach has been unable to utilize Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert as a front court. Yes, it could be a bad mixture, but it could also be the inability to build a scheme to where both guys could prosper under it. And then the rise of Anthony Edwards. So, in my opinion, also as the Minnesota Timberwolves GM, I'm trading D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. Because the D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns combination has been up and down throughout its entirety. And I feel like maybe the Temple Wolves should let go of the season. I said maybe, not for sure yet. But Edwards is a superstar. I think they should feed him until, until you know what I'm saying, his arms give out. I mean, you can't really get anything for Gobert. You're stuck with this guy. But Minnesota, if I'm, if I'm also Minnesota, I'm trading Russell and, and Towns for multiple first-round picks. What does this team need? First round picks. That's the number one thing that they need is first round picks. Oh, wow. Donovan Mitchell, after his 71 point game last night, he was drug tested this morning. Are you fucking kidding me right now? But you don't drug test Luka. You don't drug test LeBron. You don't drug test Jokic. You don't drug test Embiid. You drug test Donovan Mitchell? A dude you seen score at a high level before. Not as much as the guys that I named, but I'm just saying, like, these guys have had some of the same games but we're never called to drug testing. Not once. But Mitchell, after scoring seven, did they drug test Devin Booker when he scored 70 points? 
And these niggas gotta knock this bullshit off, man. That's dirty. And foul. Oh boy, not my boy, not my man's. Zion Williamson is set to miss three weeks with a hamstring injury. It's a very unfortunate situation for a hot Pelicans team. I mean, and still no Brandon Ingram. Like other players on the Pelicans, like Jonas Valanciunas, Herbert Jones, Dyson Daniels, CJ McCollum. I said Valanciunas, right? Trey Murphy. They have to step it up. It's just plain and simple. And I think they're good enough to hold it down for three weeks. And I think Ingram is going to return within that time period. Now, last night, something crazy happened. The Thunder beat the Boston Celtics 150 to 117 without Shea Gilgis Alexander. What the fuck is going on? Boston isn't as aggressive on the defensive end as they were maybe um, last year. I mean, I think, yeah, there's a there's a difference between Udoka and uh, Joe Missoula. A lot of people didn't think that Boston would have the same success as they did last year. And some of y'all might be correct. I mean, I could see Boston maybe getting out of a round in the playoffs. Maybe getting out the second round, depending on opponent. But I think the Brooklyn Nets are dead set on revenge on the Boston Celtics. And the Milwaukee Bucks might want some of that same revenge as well. Especially when Middleton gets back 100%. All right. Now, last night, I mean, well, two nights ago when I last recorded, I was talking about the lack of defensive presences in the entire NBA. And I'm going to give myself a test to see if I can name 10 perimeter basketball defensive players and 10 interior basketball players. Let me see. Let me let me get my notepad ready on these niggas. All right. Let me look at the NBA teams real quick. <clears throat> Oops. I don't think I meant to click that. But all right. All right, let me see something here. All right. I say Tatum and Brown for show are two good perimeter uh, defenders. Brown is a bit more defensive than Tatum, but Tatum's defense has come along this year. Okay, let's see. Who else? I'm going to say... 
I don't know. I think Bruce Brown's defense has fell off a little bit. I'm not going to give Bruce Brown his. Ben Simmons, I'll give him his on the defensive end. Ben Simmons. Um, Let me see. Who else is there? I mean, I like Lou Dort's defense, even though it hasn't been on display as it has been in the past. So I can't give him that all the way. Embiid's a, a interior defender for sure. He's not consistent with it, but I'll give him interior defense. I'll give Anthony Davis his on the interior. I'll say Kawhi and Paul George are um, def- uh, interior. I mean, uh, um, perimeter defenders. I'll give them theirs. You know, I got a lot of comments about me criticizing this era's lack of defense. People were thinking that I'm saying that these players are not offensively talented or not skilled. I give these players credit. This is a very skilled uh, offensive era of basketball. I give them credit. But my point is... They don't have no resistance. There isn't a Ron Artest out there. There isn't a Lindsey Hunter out there. There isn't a Dennis Rodman out there. There isn't a Ben Wallace out there. There isn't a Bruce Bowen out there to slow these niggas down because there isn't many perimeter defenders out there to give these cats a run for their money. To, to, to fully put the uh, clamps on. I'll give Drew Holiday perimeter defense for sure. I'll say Drew. I already got seven uh, perimeter defenders, but I only got two big big men or interior defensive players. Let me see. A, a nigga told me last night Siakam was a defensive player. <laughs> Jada Kiss laughed for sure. Um, Robert Williams, I don't know. I don't think it's very consistent, though, for Robert Williams. Let me see. I'll say Giannis is interior. I'll give Giannis interior. Um, yeah, this is live, a live test. Because it's hard to, uh... can't say Draymond. I'm not going to lie. I don't think Draymond is elite on perimeter or interior, but he does make timely stops, but I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Sorry. Um, Let's see. Lakers, Sacramento Kings, Phoenix. There's nobody that does either on that team. I'll give Jimmy Butler a perimeter defense. I'll give Jimmy Butler his. I'm not going to necessarily, I don't know. I guess I'll give Bam. I guess I'll give Bam the benefit of the doubt on the interior. I'll give Bam his. By default. I'll say Jaron Jackson is a good shot blocker on the interior. You know, he... 
I'll say Miles Turner. Everybody talking about Brooke Lopez. I guess, man. Lopez, Gobert. Hmm. Yeah, I can't seem to think of nobody else now. So, as far as I'm concerned, I was only able to name seven perimeter defensive players that are respectable on the perimeter. So, the guys that I ended up naming... Niggas will be, I know niggas will be in my comments. What about this guy? What about that guy? I don't respect it. Sorry to tell y'all. But my seven perimeter players that I could name, remember the task was to name 10 and I could not. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Ben Simmons, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Drew Holiday, and Jimmy Butler. Now, I ended up naming one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight interior defenders. Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bam Adebayo, Jaron Jackson, Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez, and Rudy Gobert. This is all the talent that we got defensively? Alarming. I say that's fucking alarming to me. And you know what? I'll add one more guy. I'll add one more guy to the perimeter squad. Desmond Bain. I forgot about him. Still eight. Still eight. I named eight on each side. So again, the perimeter guys, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Ben Simmons, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Drew Holiday, Jimmy Butler, Desmond Bain. The interior guys, Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bam Adebayo, Jaron Jackson, Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez, Rudy Gobert. This is it. This is all the defensive talent that we have in this league. Eight players on each side. How many teams is it? It's 30. How many to a roster? It's 15. I'm just saying, bro. That is alarming. Hella alarming. That I could only name 16 players. Barely a roster full of guys who are defensive. And this is what I be talking about. But compare the names that I named to the defensive players of the past, like Ron Artest, Lindsey Hunter, Joe Dumars, um, Charles Oakley, Rick Mahorn, Sidney Moncrief, Marcus Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. 
Patrick Ewing, Dikembe Mutombo, Bruce Bowen. I'm just naming, this is no paper I'm naming off the top of my head. You feel me? And even with the guys that I named, who do I fear out of the uh, out of these two? I would fear going to the rim on Anthony Davis, even in his brittle state. Giannis, too. Joel Embiid, not that much fear. Gobert, definitely not much fear. Turner, I don't fear him, but he will block your, your shot. Jer- I definitely don't fear Jaron Jackson, even though he will block your shot. Bam, little fear, little fear. Who am I fearing on the perimeter? Kawhi Leonard, for sure. Jimmy Butler, for sure. But the rest of them guys, I'm not fearing nan one of them. If I'm an offensively talented player, like it's a reason why all of these guys are scoring all these fucking points. There is no defensive talent in the NBA. There's little to none. There's only 16 players that I can name that I respect defensively. It's an epidemic. Now, let's move on. Now, I seen the worst, the worst list of one of the worst lists of all time. Let me get this person's name. According to SOG Basketball, I don't know their social media, but that's who posted this. They posted a list of the best dunkers ever, and they had six tiers. And let's go over this list. Tier one is Vince Carter and Vince Carter only. Respect. That's probably the only one that I, well, the first two tiers, well, actually, you know what? The first tier is the only one that I respect out of this list. Because they did all the rest of these guys dirty. Vince Carter should be on tier one. But tier two only consists of Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan, and Julius Irving. A complete slap in the face to one-fourth of this list. Because a lot of guys deserve to be in tier two. And this is based on in-game dunking and dunk contests. Let's move on to tier three. LeBron James. Get the fuck out of here. First of all... LeBron James only does two dunks, the windmill and that cock back all the way back, the the regular basic 2K dunk. He only does two dunks. Now, he does have some dope-ass in-game dunks. I'll give him that. But dunk contest? Bitch, where? This nigga don't even fucking go to the dunk contest. He never competed in a dunk contest. How is he tier three? How? Blake Griffin tier three. I don't have a problem with that. Kobe Bryant tier three. Disrespectful. Hella disrespectful. Daryl Dawkins tier three. I mean, Daryl Dawkins for his time was cool. 
he broke the rim. I understand that. But he should be a whole lot lower on that list. Tier four, Clyde Drexler. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all might not like this, but I I even feel like, feel like tier four is a bit high for Clyde to glide. I'm not going to hold you. I think Clyde is too high on that list. Sean Kemp at tier four? Get the fuck out of here. Aaron Gordon, tier four? Disrespectful. That's like a spit in the face. Y'all stay hating on AG. What's up with the Aaron Gordon disrespect as a dunker, bro? This nigga should low-key have two dunk contest trophies. And if he didn't get hurt that one year, he could have three-peated as a dunk contest champion. Like Nate Robinson did. Well, he, well, Nate didn't three people. He won. I think he won three dunk contests. If I'm not mistaken. Jason Richardson, tier four, hella disrespectful. Jason Richardson got the greatest dunk contest dunk of all time, and you ranked him tier four. I don't even know who this other guy is in tier four. I can't really. I don't know who the fuck that is. Tier five. Spud Webb? Wow. Insane. Insane disrespect. Shaq tier five? Kind of disrespectful, my G. Zach Levine. Wow. <laughs> A dunk contest winner as tier five. Dwight Howard tier five. Wow. Gerald Green? Tier five? Wow. Nate Robertson, dog. Nate Robertson, tier five. Get the fuck out of my face. This is probably the worst list of all time. I don't know who this last guy is. I think that's Larry Nance. I think that's Larry Nance at tier five. That's the only one that they got right on this whole entire tier is Larry Nance. Tier 6, Scotty Pippen, got no issue with that. Derrick Rose, Tier 6, y'all disrespecting D. Rose. Isaiah Ryder, Tier 6, that's a little low for a, a previous dunk champion. Russell Westbrook, Tier 6, disrespectful. Terrence Ross, Tier 6, disrespectful. Derrick Jones Jr.? I am appalled and disgusted by these people who put this shit together. I don't think that this person, whoever put this together, did not put forth any thought or recognize any other great dunkers. Harold Miner, Tier 6. Not mad at that. DeAndre Jordan, Tier 6. He needs to be a little bit higher. Tracy McGrady, Tier 6. Are you out of your fucking mind? Did any one of these fuck niggas watch Tracy McGrady play basketball? Or did you just skim through the highlights? J.R. Smith at tier six. This is the worst fucking list ever. And I countered and, and, and did a response list 
to SOG Basketball, whoever the fuck you are, because obviously this SOG Basketball guy does not know about basketball, doesn't know about great dunkers, especially of the past. Now, if I do happen to forget somebody, I apologize in advance, but I responded with my own version of this list. Now, let's get into it. Now, tier one, I'm going to say Vince Carter by himself. It's Vince Carter and then everybody else. I get it. So that's why I only put Vince at tier one. Now, tier two has multiple names in here. Let's go down the list. Tier two, I got Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Aaron Gordon, Tracy McGrady, Dr. J, Jason Richardson, Sean Kemp, and Kobe Bryant. I feel like this is perfect. I think, feel like they disrespected Kobe, Tracy McGrady, Jason Richardson especially for him having the greatest dunk in dunk contest history. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp was in multiple dunk contests. Sean Kemp has some of the best in-game dunks of all time. And Sean Kemp is tier two, no questions asked. Aaron Gordon and Kobe as well. My tier three dunkers. Blake Griffin, Spud Webb, Dwight Howard, Nate Robinson, Zach Levine, Gerald Green, Derek Jones Jr., and Desmond Mason. They disrespected D-Mace. D-Mace competed in three dunk contests. Desmond Mason's Hella underrated. Definitely has some highlight film dunks. He was he wasn't even on the list. Yes, perfect instrumental segue. Fuck you. Right? But that's crazy that Desmond Mason was not included on this list. The other guys that I mentioned on this list was included. Now tier four. Tier four dunkers. I got Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Skywalker, Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose, Terrence Ross, Paul George, Baron Davis, Daryl Dawkins, Steve Francis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Amari Stoudemire. So, Kenny Skywalker was nowhere to be found on this list. Somebody didn't do research. Somebody, listen, man. The dunk contest come on all the time on NBA TV, bro. They have all the dunk contests on YouTube. You mean to tell me that Kenny Skywalker isn't on any of those tiers, bro? You got to be fucking lying to me. Them having Russ, Derrick Rose, Terrence Ross, and Tier 6, complete slap in the face. I didn't see Paul George on that list. Where is PG-13? That can get NC-17 on the court. Huh? Where's B. Diddy? Barry Davis got one of the best playoff dunks ever. 
That's probably, arguably, and I mean arguably, the best dunk I've ever seen in a playoff game. With the dunk he had on Andre Karolinko, he wasn't even on this list. Stevie Franchise. Where was Stevie Franchise? He wasn't on the list. Giannis ain't even on this list right here. Giannis ain't even on the list. Crazy. Amari Stoudemire. That dude competed in dunk contests and has some of the best in-game dunks I've ever seen, courtesy of Steve Nash's passing. See, I can give people I hate credit sometimes. But Amari Stoudemire did posterize niggas. Straight posterized niggas. Now, tier five is kind of loaded. Tier five is kind of loaded. But you got to understand. Tier five. Dunkers. DeAndre Jordan. Stromile Swift. Isaiah Ryder. Larry Johnson. Andre Iguodala, DeMar DeRozan, Kenyon Martin, Zion Williamson, Penny Hardaway, Josh Smith, Scottie Pippen, J.R. Smith, Carmelo Anthony. Where is Melo? I know Melo's known more for his jump shot, but Melo done posterized his share of motherfuckers. Some would say I should rank him on a higher tier. But I feel like tier five is, it fits Melo just fine. But the the absence of Stromile Swift, y'all niggas need, need to look up Stromile Swift's dunks, man. We talk about dunks. We talk about caliber of players, niggas. Where's Grandma Ma? Where's Larry Johnson? Larry Johnson dunked on everybody and, and they mom. Where's Andre Iguodala? He won a dunk contest before. Andre Iguodala used to posterize motherfuckers, especially on the Sixers and the Nuggets. Iggy has hops. DeMar DeRozan, I'm surprised that he wasn't on the list. DeMar DeRozan in Toronto was an elite dunker. No Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin has some of the best in-game dunks I've ever seen. He might not have competed in a dunk contest, which is why I ranked him more. Next, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is off the chain. He dropping those Dominique power dunks in games. I think he gonna be the next nigga to break the rim. Penny Hardaway wasn't on that list. Why? No Penny? Josh Smith, as much as I, I, I hate Josh Smith. As a Pistons fan, you should already know what it is. I hate Josh Smith. But Josh Smith deserved to be in that list right there. Josh Smith, look. 
Gosh, didn't he want it? Didn't he come close to winning a dunk contest if not winning one? Huh? Scotty Pippen. I mean, Scotty Pippen's tier five for sure. He didn't posterize this year, niggas. J.R. Smith, same thing. Carmelo, yeah. Tier six. Larry Nance. Larry Nance Jr. LeBron James. Clyde Drexler. Latrell Sprewell. Grant Hill. Harold Miner. Kawhi Leonard. D. Brown and JaVel McGee. Larry Nance Jr. deserved to be on that list. Larry Nance Jr. got some crazy posters. LeBron James, like I said again, I feel like they overrated LeBron James on that list because he's LeBron James. And not by the dunking criteria that they, um, oh yeah. Speaking of dunking criteria, I want to make an add-in for Tier 4. I'm going to add Ja Morant to Tier 4. I'm going to add Ja. So Tier 4 is Shaq, Kenny Skywalker, Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose, Terrence Ross, Paul George, Baron Davis, Daryl Dawkins, Steve Francis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Amari Stoudemire, and Ja Morant. Forgot about Ja. Ja Morant's in that conversation. But let me go back to tier six again. I'm sorry. Um, Clyde the Glide's perfectly placed in tier six. That's what I don't have an argument with. Latrell Sprewell. A lot of people forgot that Sprewell can dunk, bro. Grant Hill. Grant Hill wasn't on the list. Grant Hill deserved to be at least tier six. Prime Grant Hill. A lot of niggas done forgot about him. Then Harold Miner, of course, was tier six. Kawhi Leonard's an underrated dunker. He doesn't do anything flashy, but he'll just shit on you. But yes, D. Brown. D. Brown had one of the more creative dunks. In dunk contest history, when he wore the blind, well, where he covered his eyes and dunked the damn basketball midair. Then JaVel McGee, he also competed in dunk contests. He had some dope in-game dunks. Very athletic, but again, if I forgot somebody, let me know in my comments, in my DMs, in my inbox. And this is the uh, what the pyramid scheme theme of the episode is all about. Now, that's my show. Thank you for checking me out. This is King Nona Censored Pyramid Scheme, and I'm going.